Hey everybody, this is Daniel with a quick programming note. We had some minor recording issues with our microphones on this episode, so the audio is a little more distorted in places than you're probably used to. I'm really sorry about that. It is entirely Sadie's fault. She's our producer, but she's also a dog, and she's not very talented or motivated or really educated about these things. So we're, we're blaming her entirely. Uh, and with that, on with the show. Here's the thing. This is where I sign up to be a pilot, right? If you apply for the Imperial Navy, but most recruits go into the infantry. I'm going to be a pilot. Best in the galaxy. How long is that going to take? Depends how good you are at following orders. Why, have you got somewhere to be? Yeah, back here, as soon as I can. <laughs> Don't hear that much. What's your name, son? Han. Han what? Who are your people? I don't have people. I'm alone. Um. Solo. Approved. Proceed to transport ID 83 for the Naval Academy at Corita. Good luck, Han Solo. We'll have you flying in no time. solo. All the time. I do that all the time in my head. That's not what he says, though. I know, but it's I made it up. I made up what Jabba the Hutt says, and I say it all the time in my head. Welcome back to the Jabba the Hutt Hour. <laughs> Sorry, no, this is uh, not <laughs> wait, the Jabba wait, the Hutt Hour. Jo- this we is should the Hutt Hour. This is the Hutt Hour. Uh-huh. The... Um, because he's a HUD, not the HUT. Is it HUT? H U T T. Yep. Oh, okay. That's right. HUT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's part of the part of the HUT race, right? Yeah. And there's like girl ones, which is funny to me. Right. Where are their penises and vaginas? Do you really want to think about that? Nope. But I bet someone has online. There is a mouth breather incel out there, probably, who is writing fanfic. The way you see that they reproduce is very—it's actually beautiful on the planet of Tatooine. There—it's natural. You know, girls would like me more if they understood that I appreciate Leia as uh, more than just a sex symbol in her greater gold bikini. Right. I, I I think they need to know that. Like, I could be your Jedi Knight. Oh, my God. My, <laughs> <laughs> my lightsaber is very short. Boom, boom. No lasers could flap like that. Anyway, um, waka, waka. waka waka. Welcome to How Have You Not Seen This, a podcast where a husband and wife show each other movies the other one hasn't seen before. I'm Daniel. And I'm Tracy. Yeah, so we're, that's it. And we're married. We're married. And we just were coming back from a two week hiatus mm-hmm. because uh, I had final exams, yep. bitches. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I did well. I know I did super well in one of my classes. What? Physiological psychology. Yep. I made it my bitch. I did make it my bitch. But in like a respectful way. Not at all. But still, yeah, it's not really. No, not at all. all. So, Um, but we're back. We're We're back back after finals. And we are back because today is May the 4th. Yes. uh, Which has become a pop cultural thing for Star Wars. May the 4th be with you. I think people with lisps must hate today. I think that's just the meanest thing. I may the 4th, they always say, may the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
But today we're talking about a movie solo, a Star Wars story. We're doing that because it's a nice little Star Wars tie-in for today. And I had seen it, and Tracy had not. So yeah. that's what we're doing. Tracy was fine. Yeah. If you want to know, deep down, we'll get into the details, but Tracy was not so much a fan of this movie, I don't think. No. Did you just download that? Yeah. I needed my I needed my lightsaber with me. That was like one of the first iPhone apps. Yep. Remember when we all had the lightsaber app with like yeah, the first iPhone? Yeah, but now iPhone? they've made it cool. Um, you want to do some pie keeping? We're going to do some pie keeping. Let's um, do it. You guys know what's up. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, uh, if for those of you who are new, welcome. Hello. Hope you're enjoying the back catalog. I think we've given you some good stuff to work with. Yep. Our most recent uh, podcast was uh, Quentin Quarantino yep. with uh, Brother Price uh, calling mm -hmm. in from actual quarantine. Mm -hmm. uh, he's out of that now, thank goodness. But we watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Hollywood and uh, we loved it. Yep. Like, f just flipped out, loved it. Nuts. Crazy loved it. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. And I really, I got to tell you guys, I really tried. I really tried to make it work these last two weeks to, to do a podcast, but it just it no, was it's, not possible. It's too much. It was too much. It was, I had term papers. It was and too much. So Daniel had to write those. <laughs> and then I had exams. Yep. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get credit for auditing some of these courses. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He didn't write all my term papers. No, I didn't. That's a, that's a falsehood and a lie. It's just one so, of them. Yeah. Anyway. So, hey, y'all, we're going to do some pod keeping first. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. And <laughs> we're, we're doing, we're redoing some pod keeping because we just we kind of messed something up. We messed some stuff we up. We realized we sh we said somebody's last name and they might not want that. They might not want their last name said <laughs> <Right>. on, <laughs> on you right. know, a thing that a few hundred people listen to. Right. Um, and I think height, weight, and zip code were just over the line. We really shouldn't have said that. That was weird. Uh, yeah, but I did appreciate the nudes. Yeah, thank you so much for the nudes. If you want to send us nudes or an email with anything, it's notseenthispod at gmail.com. We love getting email because it affirms our egos. Decision to open an email account. And decision to open an email account and it makes us feel like oh good someone other than like the person people who love us like and feel compelled to. Who feel listen. like morally obligated yeah. because they're friends like oh they're going to ask me about the podcast. Yeah. I guess I got to listen to it. Like Fine. you're listening cuz you like it, which wow. Yeah. Or you're super bored in quarantine. Either way is fine. Either way, we got you. Yeah, yeah. Where are you going to go? Yeah. What, you, you got something else going on? No, you're inside. No. I can see you right now. No. You're inside. You're fine. You're not even driving. All right. So I'm going to read this email from our fabulous new friend, Kathy, um, who is awesome. And the subject is Tootsie with like three a question bunch of... marks. That's why I was like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tootsie? Tracy, Tracy like... knows how to read the word Tootsie. She's not confused. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> but then she says, hey, y'all, which I love. Yep. Hey, um, y'all. Hey, First off, I fucking love your show. Well, I fucking love that you said fucking. So we're already friends. You get free merch if we had merch. I will get merch. Mm. I fucking love your show. I started listening in the fall and got totally hooked. The fall, man. I know. Yeah. Before now. That's awesome. It is awesome. You two are so knowledgeable. Ugh. 
well, Daniel is true and funny. False. That's me. Yep. And I love your whole vibe as a couple. Don't we all? Weird to listen from beginning on because you guys didn't know we'd be quarantined. So it's like listening to people from an innocent past. I know. It's a bummer, right? Yeah. We're not so innocent, Kathy. No. Try me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you should listen to this podcast after dark. After dark. <laughs> How have you not seen this? How have you not oh! seen this? <laughs> okay, that gives me, that's an up top because that is. was really good. There it is. I mean, I've seen it several times. Oh. Um, <laughs> anywho, will you do Tootsie? I just rewatched and for God's sakes, <laughs> I fucking love you. For God's sakes, it's an incredible film overall, but what the fuck happens to Terry Gar? She just had that scream and we never see her again? Kind of ironic when a lot of the film is about how women are never really seen. Who's the smart one here, Kathy? I think it's you. Yep. Love you both and so thankful for your work. Stay healthy. Kathy and Joycey. Yeah, she wrote Joycey. J-O-I-S-E-Y. Which I fucking love. Now, Kathy, I'm not going to... I'm going to do a little bit of my Joycey accent for you, which I don't think is very good because I think I just mix up Brooklyn and Joycey. I think it's all the same. We're so sorry in advance. We're so sorry. Oh, I'm not sorry at all. Honey. I'm extra sorry then for both of us. Oh, God, no. I'm not sorry at all. I am telling you right now, I think that The Real Housewives of Joycey is a terrible show that does not show you lovely ladies in the true light that you are in. You What's your favorite Real people. Housewives? My favorite? Yeah. Probably Atlanta. Atlanta? Yeah. What about New York? Uh, oh, I do love New York. You're a big Roni fan? I'm a lot a of my friends Roni. on Twitter are like Roni. I'm a Roni. big Roni fan. Um, but uh, Josie just... I Carolyn Manzo was my favorite and she left. Because okay. she was like a real woman. Sure. Anyway. Not a cyborg like the rest. Kathy. Kath. Let's dish. Kath. Let's dish. I'll get the coffee. We'll talk. Um... Okay, so first of all, Tootsie is in my top five favorite great, films. Great movie. Top five, easily, possibly top three. I don't know. Um, great one. I Daniel had never seen it, and I showed it to him and fucking blew his mind wide open. Yep. It would have been great for the podcast, it but this been was a couple amazing. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we came up with this idea after we had this run of like showing each other a bunch of amazing movies and i think that's how we came up with this idea and then we were like well fuck we've shown each other all these great movies already yeah, we were living our lives for enjoyment not content like what were uh, we thinking how stupid i know why were we trying to market that i don't know dumb anyway anyway uh i've seen tootsie so many times that i should be embarrassed and i'm not um let's say the highlights Dustin Hoffman should have won an Oscar for that. That was ridiculous. Um, Sidney Pollack, Bill Murray. Genius. Uh, just. Genius is all. Yes. Um, Terry Garr. Um, the gloriousness that is Jessica Lange, who had yet to come into her own with all of the American horror stories. Mm. Um, who did win an Oscar. I think we are going to do a mini sode on this just for you, Kathy, where we get where we like actually talk about it, talk about it, because, yes, we've both seen it. We've I think probably everyone has seen it and then people haven't, but they can enjoy it and we can be like, how have you not seen this? Right. Um, just like costing people on the street. Exactly. Which we might do. Yeah, we can. From a safe distance. Of course. And with masks on. Yes. Um. So we will get to that for you, Kathy. Because uh, we think that's very important. You brought up a very good question 
about how they just sort of ditched Terry Gar in a movie about yes. women being ignored. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a tricky thing. Well, we can figure that out when we talk more about the screenplay yeah. at the end of the movie. But, yeah, but yeah. see how awesome this is. You write in and you are heard. Mm-hmm. We love you and we love your questions. So where are you, person who is not writing in? Yeah. Why don't you speak? You're at home. Oh, about by the way, I just looked it up. Uh, Dustin Hoffman won the Golden Globe for Tootsie. But he lost the Oscar to Ben Kingsley for Gandhi. Oh, that's a tough one. Weird. The man did wear a diaper for quite a while. Yeah, but also he's a white British dude. Yeah, but that was what they did back then. That's just weird. That's what they did back then. Back then was 82. Yeah, honey, that was, uh, how old are you? 82. Born in 82. I'm 38 this year. So that was 38 years ago. Oh, my God. Think yeah. of in 82 what 38 years ago was. I can't do the math like that. No, but do you see what the I'm saying? 40s. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. So like 38 years is a fucking oh long God. time. Oh, jeez. I know. I'm going to go sit in the corner. Yeah. I've hurt his brain now. It doesn't take much these days. So, so, in conclusion. Watch Tootsie. Watch Tootsie. It's to good. prepare for our mini-sode that we are doing Sometime. for Kathy from Jersey. Mm-hmm. Who is our new friend, our old friend, because she's been with us since the beginning. Mm-hmm. We love you, Kath. Thanks, Kath. Don't ever change. Yeah, be yourself. I want to know, are you an Irish girl who married like a Polish or Czech guy or something? I'm just curious. If you feel like sharing a lot of personal information with us, just do it. I just, her first name is Kathleen. I like names. What's I'm your maiden curious. name and your pin? <laughs> And then that's really all I, didn't I need. Even think of that. Yeah. What, Kathy? Please write back with the name of your first dog. Yes. And the name of the street, street that you grew yep. up on. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Mother's maiden name. <laughs> oh, uh, color make and model of your first car. Where that's... does your nearest sibling live? <laughs> this is just a survey to help us learn about our this listeners. Is... You know what? All of you should be doing that. Everyone, please do. Everyone should be doing mm-hmm. that. Okay. So that's our pod keeping. Yep. Uh, we also need to congratulate um, some listeners and very good friends of the podcast, our friends Andy and Shayna, mm-hmm. who just had their first baby. Mm-hmm. And um, his name is Elliot. Mm-hmm. And we are so excited because he's, of course, going to be a Star Wars nerd like his dad. Yep. And I have known Andy since I was 12 and he was 10. And that is a very long time. It's a long time. So I just want to say we love you. And if you ever get around to listen to this, which I don't know if you will because you like, just had yeah. a baby. In like two and a half years when you hear this, know that we were happy for you. Yes. So congratulations. Go yep. out to our newest not seen this pod fan, mm-hmm. Elliot Nathan. I mean, that's not as that's his first time in life. It doesn't matter. Anyway, moving anyway, on. Anyway, moving on. Daniel will cut a lot of this. Um, Probably. Uh, so May the 4th. May the 4th. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. We should stop doing that. We should. It's mean. May the fourth be with you. I didn't come up with it. No, you didn't. Um, how are you celebrating, uh, people out there? I'll tell you how I'm celebrating by never having to watch Solo again. Yeah. It's not good. It's not great. But I wanted to watch it with her anyway for a variety of reasons. Because it's kind of like an interesting screw up and like a screw up that i still like 
a lot of ideas and parts of, you know? Uh, it's not all bad. Uh, and I think what helped is I went into Solo when I saw this myself about a, a year or so ago. I went in with, like, zero expectations, maybe less than zero. I was like, what's something I can do while I sit on the couch, maybe fold some socks, and expend as little brain energy as possible? And Solo fit the bill. Mm-hmm. It was... It was great. It's um, for the for those of you who don't know, Solo, a Star Wars story, uh, came out in May of 2018. It was the prequel movie about the life of young Han Solo, who was at the time working as a chorus girl, learning how to love. Uh, on, <laughs> uh, no, a young Han Solo who grew up as like a scrounger, thief kind of dude, and like it, his, it was his, it was like an Oliver Twist. Yeah, his trials and travails that lead him to to grow up, to meet all the people that we know he's going to meet later in life. Um, because it's it's set a few years before the first Star Wars movie. First pr- release, not chronological. See, this whole fucking thing. It's insane. No, first chronological. No, first chronological would be episode one. First Star Wars movie would be episode four, which came out. Oh, which yeah. came out. For, like, yeah. Did I mean chronological in terms of like our lifetime or the story universe? First of all, aren't you supposed to ask me how I haven't seen this? I was gonna. I was just gonna say that's basically You're busting into the what whole Solo's plot about. I'm and... just, there is no real plot. Anyway, how have you not seen Solo? I didn't care about seeing it at all. Okay, good feedback. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which is fair. Which is now fair. I will, as I said last night. Um, uh. Ansel Eckhart. Nope. Uh, Gort uh, Adams. Yep. Nope. Acorn Engelbert. Definitely Acorn. Acorn's right. The last name's not, but Acorn is right. Okay. So okay. it's a- you, know, you got Acorn for sure. Keep Acorn going. Acorn Eldorf. That's it. Acorn Eldorf. Acorn Eldorf. Acorn Eldorf does an amazing job as Han Solo. So I will say this. I would do some stuff with that boy because he's got he's got it. He's got the look. Oh, he can get it. He's got the look. Let's bust in with some rock set. Um, do you want to know what his real name is? Yes. Alden Ehrenreich. Okay, well, I think Acorn Eldorf is just fine. Do you know where you've seen Acorn Eldorf before? Where? Hail Caesar. Yes, no, I know. I'm sorry, I knew that. I thought yeah, you were. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Anson. See, I mix him up no. with Anson. That's not it. Either. No, uh, 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 it's a weird name, and I just like to see people trying to remember it. Just tell me. I can only say it once because if you say it three times, it summons him. But Ansel Elgort. Ansel Elgort is who I mix up so you, with. So that's that's twice. If we say it with, one more time, he's going to fucking show up, and I can't deal with that. That's who I mix up with. Yeah, I can't have a Bloody Mary situation with tonight. With Acorn Eldorf. Acorn whatever. Eldorf, a.k.a. Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. Okay, so... Um, is it of, weird that he was born in 1989? I, listen, that means he is well old enough for me to, to be naughty about. He's um, 30. Yeah. He just turned 30 last November. Happy B-Day, Acorn Eldorf. Call me. Yep. Acorn. Um, More like Aaron Wright, he's because he's. I don't know. Stop talking. Fine. Um, no, no. Uh, what I was gonna say is, 
I knew, no, I knew that he was from, he's absolutely fucking adorable in that movie. Hail Caesar. And Hail Caesar. Fantastic movie. I mean, he movie. steals the show in that movie. He's adorable. I, I think it's an underrated Coens. It's a way underrated. It's way underrated. It's a lot funnier and more engaging and enjoyable than people want it to be or give it credit for being. It's twer- a solid movie. What is it he says? Twer- would the tutor so simple? 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 Trippingly. Would the detour so simple trippingly? No, don't say trippingly. Say the line trippingly. Would the detour? Would 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 the would the detour so simple? Would the detour so simple? Would the detour so simple? Would the detour? Would the detour so simple? Rufal, rufal, rufal. Would the detour so simple? Rufal simple. Would the detour? Rufal simple. Would the detour so simple? You could say soulful, rufal, soulful. Would the detour so simple? Would the detour? Would the detour so simple? Why are you doing this? Would the detour so simple? Just keep still. Yeah, that whole bit with Ray Fiennes. I mean, just genius. And it builds this that just wonderful punch where they God, change the line. Just goddamn genius. Yeah, that's um, the first thing I, I remember seeing him in. Yes. And I would do stuff with that man because oh. he is 10 different kinds of fine. Hmm. Um, but there is only one Harrison Ford. He is the. What's it called? You know, there can be only one. Highlander? Yes. Yeah. Harrison Ford is the Highlander. Yeah. There can be only one. I heard Harrison Ford was actually a weed dealer in the early 70s. And that's one of the reasons he was known around Hollywood is he was like a weed guy. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with weed. Apparently, I read this online today. I'll have to check my sources, but I'm just repeating internet scuttlebutt. Apparently, at the first screening of either Star Wars or American I Graffiti, really hope that we don't get sued. One or the other. Uh, Michelle Phillips was in the audience, and she said when he came on screen, she was like, hey, that's my weed guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I really hope that you can back that up. Otherwise, we're going to get sued. I just read sued. it online. We're going to be sued. No one knows this. I'll sue. I'll sue. I'll sue. It, Ten bucks if you know what that movie is. Ten bucks and a free pick of yours from the merch store. Yep. The merch store that doesn't exist. Nope. Uh, yeah. So. So. Oh, he's the Highlander. You're saying Harrison Ford's the Highlander. Highlander. Yeah. And I, I agree that the problem, one of the key problems with this is they were like, hey, Disney, you know, bought Lucasfilm. They bought all this stuff and they were, they spent four billion. They're like, let's make some fucking money on this thing. Let's start spinning some shit off. Who do people love? Han Solo. And they're like, let's make a fucking solo prequel, a little solo spinoff. That'll be great, right? Super, super fun, super hard idea, basically an impossible task because Han Solo, played by Harrison Ford, huge, huge problem trying to like recreate this because you're going to cast somebody, anybody, even if he's Acorn Eldorf, who is, and I agree with Tracy, 10 kinds of fine. He's trying to recreate an iconic role, A. The iconic role. Who was played by an actor who went on to play several other iconic roles. Like, it's not like Harrison Ford just did Han Solo and you were like, oh man, how's this? Then he was fucking Indiana Jones. I know. It's like uh, all Harrison Ford, like the the mythos and the personality and all the roles of Harrison Ford all bleed together when you watch his performances in his movies. When you see Han Solo, you're seeing that larger than life vibe after all these years. He's literally an icon. And so when, so it's, Trying to recreate that role, bring that role to life with somebody else is a lose-lose. You can't do it. You can only do something kind of fun and okay, but you're never going to get people to forget what you're doing. I will say this. If you are some Generation Z or 
double A, whatever. One of these TikTok youths. One of these TikTok dancing fools. With your flossing Fortnites. Uh, if you're one of them and you don't really know Harrison Ford, sure. then I could get you being like, this guy's awesome, blah, blah, blah. And I don't understand the first, you know, Star Wars. They're not very good. Mm-hmm. And then I have to say, um, I'm so glad that I didn't have children. And I hope your parents aren't expecting you home tonight. Yeah. Um, but here, also, if you're a Gen Zer, would you really give a shit about Solo, the movie or the character? Oh, that's a really good point. Like, if you were, I mean, well, I'm, if you're an Acorn Eldor fan, you if, are. If, maybe if you're an Acorn Eldor fan, you could. You could <gasps> no, no, no. You know who's seeing this? Who? The Game of Thrones people, because it has Daenerys Targaryen in it. Tar. Tar. Targaryen. Tar- is that right? I didn't watch the show. Yeah. So I have not seen Game of Thrones. Neither have I. I've seen a couple episodes, like at the beginning. And so I know I've seen her name written a lot on like the internet, Daenerys. It's Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, she's everybody's right? favorite until apparently she went fucking psycho nuts at the. Apparently, the last end. season sucked. But yeah. what are you gonna do? Um, anyway, someone turns into a crow. Spoilers. For I don't know. Crow fans. Amelia Clark is her name. Yes. Yeah, she's very pretty. Yeah, so I guarantee the Game of Thrones people were like anyone who is, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. Reason one off to her is like, like okay. I gotta, I gotta see Daenerys anyway. I gotta see what's her name, uh, Zeli Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Yeah, they're like, I gotta see the Khaleesi in any way I can. Are there dragons? Right, just stay home and Google it. So much cheaper and easier. Yeah. Anyway, that's so who's saying that makes sense. That right? makes sense. I'm yeah. pretty smart. So anyway, Solo is about how Han Solo became Han Solo, and. Uh, I, I copied this bit from Wikipedia because I'm just going to read this. This is one of their summary paragraphs that like pulls together nine sources. So you can just look this up yourself. That's all I'm doing. I have no special access. We don't we do not do any work you know the this. Well, you know the internet you have? That's the internet I have. I don't have a source. This yeah, is just we're not, shit we're not actually, we're, we don't have anyway. any, any, any sort of pull. So here's the summary. Uh, in February of 2013, Disney CEO Bob Iger confirmed the development of two Star Wars standalone films, one written by Lawrence Kasdan. Not. Shortly thereafter, it was reported that Disney was working on a film featuring Solo. Disney CFO Jay Rusulo described the standalone films as origin stories. In July of that year, Lucasfilm announced that an anthology film focusing on, quote, how young Han Solo became the smuggler, thief, and scoundrel, etc., would be released on May 25th of 2018, which it was. The project was to be directed by Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, from a script by Lawrence and Jonathan Kasdan. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy would serve as a producer with Lawrence Kasdan and Jason McGatlin as executive producers. Uh, Chu is also going to be in it. In May of 2016, Lawrence Kasdan stated that filming would start in January of 2017. Filming began in January of 2017, and uh, it was at first directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Do you recognize those names? I am not stupid. Clone High. Yeah. And the Lego movie. Next time on a very special clone high. Next time on a very special clone high. Where are my bitches? Oh, Mr. Did you see the pool? They flipped the bitch. See clone high. It's great. Anyway, so these guys were brought on because they were like, hey, listen, we want this to be like a fun actiony movie with lots of like comedy and a fun sense of style. So these guys have been creative and smart for years and years, done lots of good stuff. The Lego movie was like a huge hit. Yes. And... I think the, the I haven't seen the other ones. I haven't seen like the Lego 
Batman or whatever else there are. But the first Lego movie I thought was really cute. We loved it. And yeah, it manages to be really funny and irreverent and tongue in cheek, but also really actually kind of heartfelt and nice and sweet. Really balances those things well. So I think bringing those two guys on was a smart idea. So they come in to like make their movie the way they want to make it. And then Disney and Lucasfilm were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Show some more reverence. This is Star Wars. You were going to do what we tell you to do. Yeah. Basically exerting the control over them that you see in things like Marvel. This is why Marvel, there are 22 Marvel movies and they're all the same. They all look and feel exactly the same. Two thirds of them end with a laser bolt in the sky and the alien cloud. It's the same fucking movie. So yeah, Kathy, we're gonna talk about underrepresented women. So Let's yeah, talk about it's, the Marvel universe. So these guys get fired in early 2017 over creative differences. There, there's lots of back and forth and tension on the set. Uh, Lawrence Kasdan not wild about them playing fast and loose with some of the scripting or letting the letting them do alternate takes. Uh, the studio starts to insist on certain takes shot a certain way to fight back against that. They cut down and shoot things only from certain angles to force the edit to be different so they get fired and then ron howard master of the blah it's there is brought in to shepherd this thing and the final product becomes just a perfect example of a ron howard movie it's like it's demonstrably a movie I'll that's it be fair backdraft apollo 13 are you are you really dissing Apollo 13 in this I will. House? I will diss Apollo 13, and here's why. In this house? Tom I... Hanks, Apollo 13? What? And here's what... First what... of all, your friends are in that movie. I know, and here's the thing. It, I'm not... Okay. Oh, There's my. a lot of good... Obviously, I love Apollo 13. I grew up on Apollo 13. There's the so many good parts of it. Alone. soundtrack's great. The ending of it shows how bad he beefs it. The whole movie is this relationship story between Jim and Marilyn, and they're it's them. It's 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 Homer's Odyssey. Jim is trying to get back to his love. Like she's worried. He's he leaves. Uh, she loses the ring. Like he's up in space thinking of her. Like the whole thing is getting back to her. And then they land, and it's just like a voiceover about how hard everybody at NASA worked. And then it just cuts to black. And like you don't get this sense of any real emotional or narrative closure in the movie it just happens and then unfolds and i think it was a real missed opportunity and kind of representative of the stuff that ron howard does like backdraft is another great example like it's just like it's big and the the effects are great but like i just do not buy your fire engine that's a one of the worst lines in a movie ever backdraft is so 1991 that if you haven't seen it do yourself a favor there's a montage with what I hope to God is an original song. Because somebody recorded this song for themselves on their own and was like, this will be my hit. Bless your heart. It's fucking terrible. such a bad movie ron howard just doesn't make good movies and i think you bring in ron howard because you're like i want you to make something competent and recognizable as a movie that is going to be like Bleh. i like a beautiful mind yeah what else i mean like i'm looking at things right now like uh didn't he do uh 
Nixon Frost? Frost Nixon? He did Frost Nixon. And that, I think, was good because of the screenplay was so good. Well, you listen. But it was, was let well-directed. Us, let us acknowledge that Ron Howard has a style yes. that is not appropriate for this movie. Yes. I think you don't... I think if you want to make like a fun sci-fi action movie, especially with something as... As loved as Star Wars, you don't bring in the guy who did three Dan Brown movies. I will say his daughter did a hell of a job when she directed The Mandalorian. Heck yeah. She would have been great. So And some, some better scripting. Out there. The, yeah. Females. The the problem was also the scripting, like bless their heart. Like the problem is this is this is basically how Han Solo becomes Han Solo. And so instead of coming up with like a more engaging story. They have some okay ideas, but they no, lean really hard on a lot of just dumb winks, I think. It's just a series of winks. Yeah. And I just thought there are so many things you could have done, but it was like Tons. wink, wink, wink. And I'm like, this is just, I've got a great feeling about this. Yeah. Or uh, at one point, you know, Han is standing next to Lando and Han, uh, Lando says, I hate you. And Han says, I know. I know. Which we're like, okay, and I was we get like, it. I'm going to beat someone to death right now. Yeah. Now, I will say that Donald Glover, Donald Glover, I think. The whatever they did prosthetically or whatever I they think it was just beard they and... stuffed his cheeks. No, no I swear they no. did something. I think it was just I think it was just facial hair and his acting. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. whatever they did, and he he had Lando down. He made a really good and engaging Lando. I think he had Lando a young Lando down. I thought he did a great job. I would totally watch like an eight episode Netflix series about Lando the Degenerate Gambler, played by Donald Glover, uh... for sure. I'd watch that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And uh, it's it's just I mean. Also, we're just fucking spoiled by the Mandalorian. We God are, damn it. Mandalorian was really good. But here's here's the thing. I will say though, in the in defense of Solo and in defense of Ron Howard, I think one of the reasons that I do like a lot of Apollo 13 and like a lot of what Ron Howard does there is what he brings to this. I think he does some really solid action set pieces in this. And Such I, as. I really enjoyed the train robbery sequence in this. Yeah, that was good. Um, this movie is basically a series of misadventures. Han ha- gets kicked off his planet, leaves behind the girl, Amelia Clark, that he wants to go back and rescue later. And so he follows him with some bad guys and tries to make some money to... to no, he up. joins the yeah. Empire. He joins the Empire to become a pilot, falls in with some bad guys, tries to make some money to win her back, but runs into her again. They cross paths. It's all just a bunch of like hijinks and, and stuff like that. But yada, yada. It's a super simple plot of just like a series of uh, action set pieces strung together with like some not great dialogue. But those action set pieces, I think, are really good ideas because they're like, okay, Han Solo is just a cowboy without his hat on. That's all we. That's all they did. What can we do? Let's just do like a train robbery. A great train heist sequence would be perfect fit for a Han Solo vibe, and that's a really fun action sequence, I think. Yeah. And really engaging and fun and well directed, and that's the kind of stuff in this movie that I liked. Yep. I'll tell you what I liked. Okay. Chewbacca. Yep. And most of the music. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the original music is not good i hated the infants infants in in this in this infest infest the, the names are terrible uh but it's like you, i thought you did the research whatever they whatever they're called this fest is like in, the name of the thing Fess, or the... there's no. some sort of uh, the basically the beginnings of the rebellion yeah um they have this name and i can't remember what it is and and they have this music that what I guarantee they thought was going to happen. I don't know who did the music for this, but it sure as fuck was not John Williams. 
Um, Enfys Nest. Enfys, yes. Enfys Nest. What an easy thing to say in a movie. Enfys Nest. It's infinitesimally you got it. difficult to Just say. Kidding. Yep. Um, whoever did the music for this thought they would thought they would get another hit on their hands. John Powell. Yeah, it was not John Williams. I. He did Shrek, Ants, Chicken Run, Robots, Emma, Happy Feet, three Ice Age sequels. Excuse me, sir. I am a Manford. And I know my John Williams. And yeah. that, sir, it's John was pa- no John Williams. It's John Powell. Yeah. And John Powell thought that he would get his dueling fates, dueling... Duel of the fates. Duel of the fates uh, That's thing. what it was ripping off with the screaming ladies. It was yeah. the kids. The screaming... Yeah, the... the it's it's one of those like it's just like wailing kids. You've heard it a lot in like a, a lot of modern action movies and video games. It's just like it's a big chord and then like wailing kids in the background yeah. or like women or high pitches. It's like, not wailing. It's a chorus. Like, it's, but it's not. Dual and they're the like saying it, you they're saying nonsense words. Yeah. yeah. came on and it literally i was like my ears were were just kind of like no 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 and i turned to him and i was like i hate this music she did i hate this music she did and then once they were gone we went back to music that i knew yeah now when i say i like the music what do i mean the john williams stuff i liked the john williams stuff because they wisely incorporate that because it's some of the best symphonic movie music written ever yes they were like anytime there was a chance to be like hey here's a big galactic big imperial cruiser you mm-hmm. hear the you know and then this and then yep. and i was like okay that i'm comforted by that there's even a, a space chase sequence through like a big they fucking rip off yeah, the asteroid they, field well, from empire yeah they, they repurpose the asteroid field chase music from empire strikes back uh in this for that sequence which is which, one of my favorite pieces ever it's a great piece so i mean oy boy. Yep. So so, uh, now, listen, Chewbacca is one of the greatest characters in film ever. Chewie's the man. And I will fight for that. Chewie's the man. Chewie is the fucking bomb. And I love that you had a scene basically from Jedi where they dump him in a pit and yep. the monster's going to eat him. But it turns out that the monster is Chewie. Yep. And he somehow speaks the language, but then doesn't ever have to speak it again, which didn't really make any sense. He meaning Han. Han. Yeah, Han speaks a little Wookiee, but apparently realizes Han's that, like, that Chewie understands English. And so Han will just speak in English, and Chewie will understand that, spit it back in Wookiee. Yeah. Han will understand that, and then just speak yeah. for the benefit of the audience basically. for the benefit of the audience yeah. anyway so i loved that that made me very very happy i loved anything having to do with chewy i love that he went off to rescue his friends i love that his friends were like you know we love you and they had that whole like no i just love that love it love chewy love 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 that's fucking it um it i'm gonna i also have a huge timeline issue that we can get to sure what you, is it if you have stuff you want to talk about literally we can talk about whatever you want okay uh, this is how bad it is. I was lying in bed last night and I couldn't go to sleep because I was so upset by it. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> okay. This travels a little bit, so you're just going to have to... I'm, I'm going on the journey. I'm buckled up and I got snacks. Okay. So, everybody knows that it's weird the way they set up 
the first three, the quote unquote first three, one, two, three. I'm just saying one, two, three. Episodes of, one, two, and three. Yes. Okay. Episodes one, two, and three. Because they have a fairly young Ewan McGregor who then all of a sudden is super old in four. And you're like, wait. Yeah. Wait. My understanding is they tried to, with the beard and stuff, age up Ewan McGregor by episode three. Because, you know, 20-something years have to pass, right? Between episode three and four? Well, okay. So Luke follow me. Episode four? Follow me yeah, here. Okay. Follow me here. Okay. 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 Here we go. Let's do it. Here we go. Now. You have the child empress in one who is, you know. Padme? Padme. Gotcha. She, uh, and, and then she's the little teens. guy. She's in her teens. She's like 11 or something, I thought. Yeah, something. She's young. And Anakin, like, yeah. Anakin's like six or seven or something. Yeah, okay. So then by the time she has the babies, they're let's give them 20 I don't know. She looks like she's in her 20s because like several years pass. There's episode two where they look like in their late teens and episode three, they're in their 20s, I think. Okay. So they're in their 20s. Okay. Okay. So that's three. Sure. Okay. Let me see. Okay. They have the babies. Mm -hmm. She has the babies. Okay. Luke and Leia. Mm -hmm. Now, um... This is the rebellion has started in four. Okay, yeah. the rebellion is in full effect in four. Right. Leia is how old, do you think? In four? Yeah. Jeez. Well, I mean, like, I was based on how old Carrie Fisher was supposed to not necessarily be, but look like in four, it looks to me like Leia and Luke and Han are supposed to be in their late 20s. I don't think Han's supposed to be the same age as them. Okay, Han does look older. I want to say Han is supposed to be in his mid-30s, and I think Luke and Leia are supposed to be in their 20s. See, this is the Maybe problem. Maybe I should 20s. have written this down, and I actually thought about getting out of bed and writing it down, because now I can't remember. But basically what basically what I came up with is that when you... When like the you, ages don't match up? When you do the math, um, it Han is like 20... Han should be with... Padme, like it's like doesn't work. Han is way too, too old. old. Yeah, way, I mean like not sexy older guy, yeah. but like I could be your dad. Yeah, if we took if we look at uh, uh, Acorn Eldorf in this, Han is supposed to be in like his twenties in this because Acorn Eldorf was in his twenties. He yes. just turned thirty. So, but this is again several years before the rebellion has happened. Like, have Luke and Leia? been born already by this point because this takes place before episode four but is it after after episode three i don't know exactly that's the thing like it's it's kind of just in there that's the what problem. i'm saying i think yeah and so that's, that's super creeped me out yeah it's tricky well i mean the it's a they it, played uh, listen four five and six say what you want about six i don't give a shit sure. if you like the fucking fuzzy guys or not I don't Ewoks. Ewoks. I don't care. I don't mm -hmm. care and keep it to your damn self. Four, five, and six are a treasure that were given to us. That's all we need. And we don't need anything else. Nope. Okay. You got crazy nuts with the prequels. So dumb. You fucked around with the timeline in such a bad way. And then you just threw it all off. And 
I don't know what's happening anymore. And it's very upsetting. Yeah. The only thing, I, let me tell you this. Now, this says a lot. I hated Rogue One. And I said to Daniel last night, Rogue One was way better than this movie. Yeah. Rogue One had a had an idea, had a timeline. It actually synced up with the timeline. It made sense. This was just... All this was was a fucking commercial for everything that you like in Star Wars. Yeah, I believe A.O. Scott. They uh, even had fucking Ward Davis show yeah. up. I was like, what? Yeah. What are you doing here, Willow? You're not supposed you're either in the machine or you're not. I believe it was A.O. Scott in the New York Times who said this movie is sometimes like a filmed Wikipedia page. Yes. And and that's the problem because there's there's so many interesting things that you could do with it and by itself, standalone, like removed from stuff, there are parts of it that I still think are well directed and some good ideas in there. But I is, don't even know. Please tell me because I don't. I can't the think. Action sequences. That's it. Basically, yeah, I thought it it moved, and it's funny. Like I actually, what this is actually a first for the podcast. My opinion of it is now less than what it was when I saw it the first time. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I like it less now. Oh, okay, that's a first for you. Uh, for this podcast, for sure. Oh, okay. Because usually, like, when... when oh, because you've seen it first. Yeah, sorry. Got Ooh. it. Yeah, usually when I show you movies, uh, I'm like, oh, you should check this movie out, and I rewatch it with you. It's a movie that I, you know, like, and I get to see again, and I revisit, and I still enjoy. Even if you enjoy it or don't, it's still like a movie like, oh, cool, it's still a movie that I remember and, and like. Yes. Um, But this was the first time that I revisited a movie for the podcast and come away from it, like, less less enthused. Um, And... Really just kind of seeing so many, you know, less forgiving of the problems than I was the first time. Because I think the first time I went in was just like, honestly, I was just so bored and had no expectations that I set the bar so low that it couldn't help but clear it. You set it so low? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's our show. Good night. Whackity schmackity do. All right. Drive safe. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, I no, mean, so I, it's and and yeah, it's 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 a it's a the closet with all of the capes, the capes from yeah, Lando. I know it's are a problem. You and here's the thing: it's, I'm glad you brought up four, five, and six because what's what's interesting is you and I are of the same basic group of generation. Like we're the same. No, we're not. Five years apart, basically. I'm an. I'm X. She's Gen X. I'm an old millennial. She was born in '77. I was born in '82. So for most of our childhoods, all of our childhoods, liking Star Wars just meant. The original Star Wars trilogy, episodes four, five, and six. Which They've been is with like, me for literally forty years. Me too. I saw the first. I saw Empire Strikes Back in the theater. Yeah, I saw Star Wars on TV when I was six years old. My parents taped it for me. Let me stay up late to finish it. I fell in love with it. It's amazing. Like it's just, I've always loved these movies. Yes. And then they put out the prequels, and you're like, oh, these aren't that good. And then they make the sequels, seven, eight, nine, and you're like, well, seven was just a reboot of of the first Star Wars, like episode four. And it was fun, but dumb. It's J.J. Abrams. Uh, Last Jedi was good. And then Rise of Skywalker was just a piece of shit movie. Piece of shit. Somehow Palpatine returned. Just a piece of shit. J.J. Abrams, like, dude, you you should make fewer movies. We're seeing actually how little you have to offer us as a person. Fact. Um, Just... Just, just retire and live off Alias DVDs. I don't fucking know, man. Rise yeah, of Skywalker. Talk about something is, that went off the rails. Yeah, it's just a big glowing red somehow, ball that I know. makes you angry. I know that's that's basically Rise of Skywalker. Somehow Palpatine returned. Piece of shit movie. But so now there've been nine main Star Wars movies, and Solo is a spinoff, and, and Rogue One, and Rogue One. So there's eleven. I think that makes that makes mm-hmm. eleven. So what's interesting is when you and I were growing up liking Star Wars, you like those movies, and that's great. And now. 
I realized that just doing the math, I don't like most Star Wars movies. Preach. When you look at the math, you're like, okay, prequels, they're not really that good. So that's three right there. Uh, I like four, five, and six. Um, seven is, is, is okay. Um, Last Jedi is good. We don't... are one of the few. We're like one of the ten people in the world that like Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Rogue One. I didn't like Solo. Um, so I, just, I realized, like, wait, I don't actually like most Star Wars movies, which is a weird position to be in. When you grow up loving a thing because it's like a finite amount of the thing and then they make more of it and most of the new stuff they make is just like not that great and you realize oh man it's weird like so I actually don't like Star Wars per se I like the Star Wars movies I grew up with and I'm open to seeing some good fun new ones I thought again Force Awakens was was fun and Last Jedi was good but. As you far know. as I'm concerned, you can say I like Star Wars because you're talking about the real Star the Wars. The whole thing, yeah. The real Star Wars. Who goes to fucking, okay, with the exception of BB-8, who mm -hmm. goes to the that experience, the Star Wars experience? Uh, right. And, and Galaxy's Edge or Galaxy's something? Galaxy's Edge. No one and now. Wants to well, no one now. But who goes there and wants to hang out with uh, Drogon rex or whatever the fuck his name was i don't even know who you're talking about that name sounds right you know the guy whose face got all red when he got mad from the movie last night oh yeah uh kyle kyle bethune no what was his name what are you talking about he's married to jennifer Connolly. oh you i thought you mean his character name paul bettany paul bettany yeah no one's going to see paul bettany no no one's going to see um what's her name from rogue one no, no, no one's one gives a going shit. to see io3 no one gives a shit although... oh my god the fucking Although I will say, Phoebe Waller-Bridge... There were too many characters in this movie, Solo. A, a, I love you. A, a crusading robot that Lando's also in love with. Like, what the fuck, you guys? Just too much going on. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I agree. I agree. People, people love the classic thing. I think what's also interesting is, uh, you mentioned The Mandalorian, and you and I both really enjoyed The Mandalorian. And I think The Mandalorian is good for a lot of ways, because, yeah, it, it brings back and recycles a lot of things that you know and love. It gives you Baby Yoda. But... <laughs> Uh, it is separate enough from what we're going to call the main story, the canon story of just the, the Skywalker story, that it gets enough distance that it can be its own thing and have the confidence to stand on its own and try and tell its own story and succeed or fail on its own merits. I think because it's separate from the mainline Star Wars stuff, you yes. know, like Solo the prequel doesn't work because they tried so many things and it was glued to it. Rogue One, I fucking hated because I didn't like CGI Peter Cushing or Carrie Fisher and Darth Vader as it. the ninja killing machine who lives in a volcano. Piece of shit. Like, it's just... Just unnecessary. Just so fucking dumb. So, and then the, the prequel 789 just off the fucking rails. And they're like, bring back the Emperor because who gives a shit? Like, make a different thing. Um, what's interesting is some of the most uh, well-received Star Wars stories from... Critic standpoint and fan standpoint have been the books and comic books and video games over the years, some of now which they've like rewritten with the new movies that have gone way far away, you know, like thousands of years before, you know, and, and told its own story because they're like, let's not even get near the whole Luke and Leia thing. Let's be in the Star Wars universe because folks love that. But let's tell a story that we know we can tell on our own and have stand on its own. And be its own thing. Yeah. You know? Um, I think that's actually one of the reasons it works. Uh, and when those stories work well, that they work well because of that. Um, so, yeah. yeah. You know? Listen, for me, 
this is not this is not hard for me. I I do not feel as though my um my pleasure, enjoyment, love, whatever of of the original three ha- is diluted in any way oh, goodness, by no. any of these new movies. Well, a lot of people do. They're like, well, you don't Star Wars, I'm just can't read through yeah, it. Like this- and I'm like, no, I have a pure love for those movies that cannot be um that cannot be shaken. No. And I actually, we were talking earlier about top, top movies. I put them, I, well, I kind of put them all together. Yeah. It's like a foundational movie for, it's kind of like how uh, I put all the, the two, well, not the, all the, the two, two Godfathers. Godfathers together. Um, I consider them just like a movie and, um, I mean, Empire's obviously the best one. Lawrence Kasdan, I don't know what the hell happened with Solo, but you did not write that, sir. You did not write that and you should not have allowed your name to be put on it. And if you did write that, then you need to be put in a home because that was the worst writing you've ever done. Lee Brackett also did story work and script work on Empire and also had a better director with Irvin Kirshner. But um, Uh, yes, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like I I, those Star Wars episodes four, five and six, just what you think of as like the core Star Wars. It's such a foundational movie going experience for people of our generation. It's just it's baked into who we are as like movie watchers. Yeah. You know, it's just so core. Uh, So it's. It's just the scene like this. You're like, ah, oh, this is just kind of a, a lame attempt at whatever. We'll get pushback by the people who are able to shut their brains off. Sure. And that's fine. If you can shut your brain off, Godspeed. Yeah. And I will say that I will again, if you can shut your brain off, just like she said, it's a really good shut your brain off movie. It's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. There are parts of it where they just like glue in other characters from Star Wars and you're like, why are you even trying to do this? Yeah. But if you just want to see like some hot people, if you want to see hot people and Chewbacca and good action and Chewbacca and then just like watch a good 20 minute action sequence and then fucking zone out and like get on Twitter or kill time or whatever or, or make some food in the kitchen and come back and watch some more stuff explode. That is worth it. That's all it is. And it's fine for that. Oddly enough, one of the things that really annoyed me was that they CGI'd Tandy Newton's face. I'm not surprised. I mean, like, the whole thing was so super green screen and CGI'd. And a lot of times stars have things in their contract that stipulate CGI to smooth their face. She looked ridiculous. She did look ridiculous. She's a stunning woman. Mm -hmm. Stunning. She's very pretty. And uh, she looked ridiculous. Yeah, she did. I was like, what are you, what, what, what's, uh, what do we got going on here? What's, what's happening? Although, and one of the things is like, no, I'm sorry, they CGI'd her in one scene only. Yes. That's why she looks yeah, so ridiculous. The, the, the train, the train scene. The, the and I was like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. Who that? Exactly. And yet, I, I love. I think it's inspired to cast somebody like Woody Harrelson as a rogue in this, and like the. It's kind of the original. Han kind of the original, Solo. like mentor, because like it's Woody Harrelson. He doesn't do voices. He doesn't do accents. He doesn't do character work. He's Woody Harrelson all the time. And he just talks like Woody Harrelson. And so you're like, it's fucking genius that Woody Harrelson is in a Star Wars movie. Like, not even trying to do anything else, but be like, well, where'd you go over the hill? I'm like, this is great. More Star Wars movies, you just, like, do weird shit like this. And they clearly were trying to at the beginning. But they got spooked, and this didn't go well. Like, it was... It was not super well received. There were there's unproven rumors that other movies that they plan on doing and other expansions they plan on doing were shelved because of the reception to this, um, and rightfully and, so, and also shelved because of reception to the way like the the mouth breathing nerds out there that are like the release the Snyder cut kids were upset at you know the new Star Wars movies were having girls in them and things like that. So yeah, we want to have sex, but we hate women. Yep. Good luck with that, buddies. I don't understand you guys. No. 
So yeah, I this is a first with podcast too. Like, I'm sorry I made you watch this. <laughs> like angry at this movie. <laughs> What's happened before is this is interesting. Sometimes before I've shown you a movie, uh, I can't remember what it was, but like you watched it and you were like, nah. But then the next day you're like, hey, it actually kind of grew on me, and you liked it a little more by yes. the time we taped it, especially later that week. Yes. But this is the reverse. Like we watched it. And it ended and you were like, no. And so the next day, you're still where you are. And I've actually come down to where you are. And I'm like, nah, no. That was. <laughs> Welcome to the dark yeah, side. Yeah, some shit, man. Uh, again, like, it, it's not one of those ruin your childhood things. Anybody who says the new bad movies ruined their childhood is a very sad, insecure person that you should probably stay well away from, even when social distancing is over. You can still love the movies you loved as a kid. Those those experiences still happened. Um, this is just, they're just not good now. And I realize most Star Wars movies are just not good there have been so many now and most of them aren't good you, i just like the original good ones and then beyond that i i'm open to new good ones again there's lots of good stuff in last jedi mandalorian mandalorian is really fun i love freaking knights of the old republic great video game there great. you go there you go great like because it was set thousands of years in the past and there were so nobody was related and it was just a really good a game long a good time story. ago in a galaxy far far away that sounds familiar sorry that's good no it's good it was like i was there yeah yeah so so solo a star wars story happy may the fourth happy star wars day yeah happy fucking star wars day if if you uh watch by the way we were not gonna watch this i was gonna show him something else but he's like no i'm gonna show you solo for may the fourth and i was like all right we can do that and and now look what you've done. In my defense, she was originally much more excited, and then when she saw the movie, she was less excited. I was never excited about seeing this movie. You weren't? I no. thought you were. Honey, don't you think I would have seen this movie by now? Uh, that makes sense. Han Solo was my favorite character. Yeah. No, that, I came home tracks. at three years old talking about Han Solo. That tracks. That tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Do you know, you know my Woody Harrelson story? Yeah. 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 So... Yeah. Um, he doesn't want me to tell my Woody Harrelson story. No, so I, I get it. I'm so I'm sorry I made you watch this movie. What? What does I'm that so- have to do with Woody Harrelson? I was saying about Solo, I'm sorry I made you watch this movie. Oh, pish tosh. Pish tosh. It's fine. I mean, you know, we've seen it now, and, and I can now say there isn't a Star Wars movie I haven't seen. Yep. There isn't a Star Wars movie I haven't You're seen. You're correct. That's there correct. Yep. Um, it's been a long day. Uh, not today when you're listening to it, but when we're taping this today, when we're taping in this, the past for you in the past, mm-hmm. where are you? What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I, I, I enjoyed some of the music and I enjoyed Chewbacca. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. So, um, honestly, that's kind of May the 4th for me. Like, when all these people get together and have these, like, big parties and art shows and stuff, and I'm sure. like, I don't give a shit. Like, right. I just like what I like. Now, it's kind of, well, no, I won't say and that. I loved these feelings. Like, I, I remember, like, I was also the kid, geez, in middle school. Like, I was sitting against the wall of the gym, reading my Jedi Academy books, dreading the moment when Coach would shout shirts versus skins. Like, I grew up with this stuff like i love this stuff i grew up with it so yeah loved it 
Well, that's not the cutest thing I've ever heard. I hated being sh- skins. Oh my god, I hated being skins so much. You I was so fucking terrified. You loved it. Oh my god. And they'd be like, I would just start taking my shirt off, and I'd be like, I don't want it. They'd just be yelling at me. Oh man. Oh honey. It's not good. Oh. Whew. You're bringing down the crowd. Sorry. Don't don't make people be shirts versus skins, coaches. It's not fun. You're bumming me out. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not good. To, I'm really, not trying to. It really bums me out when he's like, I didn't have any friends. I'm like, what the shit am I supposed to She's do like, what was that? high school like for you? I'm like, well, ninth grade, I ate alone every day outside of the library. Oh and she's like, oh my God. I mean, shit. Yeah. Uh, Don't worry. Somebody had to be there the day the new Stephen King hardback came in. Uh you bloomed like a rose in college. <gasps> I did. I bloomed like a rose. Like a fair rose. Like a fair rose in a shitty conservative. Yep. Oh, From their shit hole. grew my beauty. There you go. Yep. Hey, wildflowers don't care where they're planted. Yep. That's that's nice. That's that's from your girl. Designing women. No. What? Uh, um, oh, shit. How does it go? You'll have to play it. Um, it's Dolly Parton, Linda Ronstadt, the trio. Yeah. Daniel Harris. Yeah. Wildflowers. Yeah. And it's, just, it's mm-hmm. something about how they don't gotcha. care where they're planted because Love all three of them. they'll bloom wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Just a wild mountain rose needing freedom to grow. So I ran, fearing not where I go. When a flower grows wild, it can always survive. Wildflowers don't care where they grow. It's a really beautiful song, and I love it. Trio's great. Trio's great. Three of the best women ever. Mm-hmm. So, so was weird. oh, don't do that. I fucking hate that. Oh, it happens all Stop the time. Stop fucking talking the same words at the same time. It happens all the time. It happens like two or three times a week, and we fucking ooh, ooh, can't ooh, stop it. Anyway. Hey, wait. We missed my birthday while we were on. We did. We Happy belated. Thank you. Um, in other news, my husband did not give me a present. We're gonna okay for my birthday. Uh, do you want to explain? It's lost. It's I ordered it in March. It's now May. It's not here yet. Coronavirus has done a number on things. Uh huh. Anyway, it's real. It really real. It's real. <laughs> I just love giving him shit because the same thing happened with my Christmas present. I did, and I just think he has the worst luck ever. It's not good. It's all right. I buy myself plenty of stuff. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have kids, so like, for my birthday, I just bought myself some. We shit. have expendable income, and it's great. We can sleep until eleven. Anyway, today we had pancakes at eleven, and then did nothing. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, what's your hell yeah? My hell yeah is a show I just started watching on Netflix, and I'll, I'll rewatch the first episode with you to watch more. Uh, it's the new improv show Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Uh, Featuring Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz, comedians. Thomas Middleditch is best known as the guy from Silicon Valley, which I couldn't watch because it gave me just like a panic attack. They were all just really nervous and bumbly, and it just wasn't fun for me. And Ben Schwartz, of course, played John Ralphio on Parks and Rec. Who we love. Who we love. And those guys have been working together for years and years and do long-form improv. And so they figured out a way to film it, which is they put a ton of cameras around the stage to capture all their movements. And there's a lot of cutting between their movements. So these two guys on stage with two chairs, that's the whole set, it actually feels really visually dynamic because the cuts keep you moving through it because the first episode is 45 minutes long or something they basically interview the crowd take suggestions get a lot of information and then build 
scenes around that and just go. It's just this amazing long-form thing. And it was really funny and really impressive to see and really engaging to watch, too, uh, in a way that I didn't know it could be on on uh, on video for so long. So it's on Netflix, Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Uh, and I've only seen the first episode, which is called Parking Lot Wedding. But it's really funny. So, uh, yeah, that's my hell yeah. Awesome. Um, my hell yeah. Did I Was I going to have two? No, I know what I was going to say. Um, okay, so My Hell Yeah is also a TV show that I had started watching and stopped because I wanted to watch it with Daniel. Um, and it's funny because it's a callback to a movie that he showed me back in like the fall. Sometime last year, yeah. Um, which is um, What We Do in the Shadows, which is one of the goddamn funniest movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, and so they were like, hey, what if we took this amazing amazing movie and then turned it into a tv show but didn't make it shitty and that's what they did it's great so it's this tv show that's like that's based on the movie the idea is you have these uh four vampires one of them is an energy vampire um that live in this big house and they have a they have a familiar who realizes that he is i don't want to give it away away. i'm not going to give it away um but what i love um, who I really love is Nadia, who is kind of, she's the only female. She is played by... Well, you can look her up online. She's great. She, yeah, she's played by someone who I, Jesus Christ, Natasha. Um, You're not going to get it. I love Nadia. Um, she's the, not, uh, she's almost, she's the oldest, but she did turn her husband, who's played by Matt Berry. You're welcome. Hilarious. Who, if any one of you doesn't know matt barry you need to watch the it crowd you need to watch um toast of london toast of london uh dark uh the dark tales um oh uh garth moringi garth Uh, moringi yeah garth moringi's dark place dark moringi yes garth moringi's dark place um just he's a he's a goddamn comic genius as is she um and uh and then they have this other vampire who's from the ottoman empire it's just so fucking hilarious. And I love seeing this dominant female. They all, like, she's in charge. And she's gorgeous and funny. And there's this scene where she's real pretty. where the boys have gotten locked as bats in cages in the, <laughs> in the like, the Humane Society or whatever. Um, or animal control. And she comes in, just walks in. She walks in and she's like, what is the code for your door? And the guy's like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. She's like, that is the code. Stupid humans. And walks in and, 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 um. Landor. Landor goes, yay, it's Nadia. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, Daniel and I have been walking around the house for the past two days going, yay, it's Nadia. So good. Uh, and then I got super twinkly because Daniel said that um, I remind him of her, mm-hmm. which is, like, a huge compliment. And it makes she me want to get fangs and a super long wig. She reminds me of you in a big way. Mm-hmm. That is super flattering because yeah. I love her very much. Um, yep. Also has a um, little side... Um, appearances by Adorableness, um, who is now making her, she's now making her debut. Um, do- Beanie Feldstein. Beanie Feldstein. Yeah. Who, first of all, could you have a cuter name? And second of all, I remember when she was, well, clearly it's a oh. nickname. She was at the Globes or the Oscars. I can't remember, but she had a dress mm-hmm. and girl was showing the boobs like nothing I've ever seen. I mean, girl could turn a girl 
could turn a girl is what I'm saying. That was, I mean, mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just saying. I don't disagree. I. <laughs> it reminded me of um, of when uh, Connie, the hormone monstrous, goes, that yeah. body could turn a girl gay. <laughs> and she goes, hey, it did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know why I just went off on this thing about Beanie Feldstein's tits, but um, we can cut that. You can cut that. Maybe I'll keep it. Okay. Well, anyway. Anyway. I love that show. And it's a great show. And you should watch it. And and you should watch it from the beginning. But first, you need to watch what we do in the shadows. Do right. not start watching the show unless watch you watch the, the movie. movie. First. The, one of the cool things about the show is it's set in the world of the movie. Yes. It's not a remake. It's not a sequel. It's, it's set in that universe. Yes. So, like, because the movie takes place in New Zealand. The show is set in Staten Island, but it's the same community of yes. vampires like it's the same universe so you'll be lost actually a little bit if or, or you'll definitely miss out on a lot of the joy and you'll miss out on the jokes if, if yeah. you don't see the movie first the movie is hilarious and then see it's the show Nadia. yeah so what we do in the uh -huh. shadows what we do in the shadows good hell yeah yeah thank you it's a good one um and that that was a hell yeah for you too because you oh. we started watching it you remember you yeah. were saying mm -hmm. you wanted to make that your hell yeah but mm -hmm. then that was a joint hell yeah mm -hmm. um and uh yeah so we've that's it we've we've had a good i mean schitt's creek ended and we were like oh, is our world like what do we do now like i wasn't we were, okay for the rest of the day no we were like, like stumbling around like well can we watch tv anymore like is there anything on tv that we can watch because yeah you know like when you finish a good book like a really good book and you're like i don't want to read ever again yeah like schitt's creek ended and i was like i'm almost annoyed and angry that <laughs> this perfect comedy bad at a thousand not a bad joke episode character storyline anything is over and was ended on such a perfect perfect storytelling note with a fantastic season and is gone now and uh, it's just it's i was like sad the rest of the day so i was like we got to find something else to watch thank god what we do in the shadows has been a really funny nice comedy to transition into because yes. we needed something we Man. did and we're almost caught up now with what we do in the shadows. Dan Levy, you really fucked us over. Fucking thanks, Dan. I mean, I love you. Also, Dan Levy and his sister Sarah. That's the same as me and my sister Sarah. And I feel like there's something there that I should get to meet him. I think so, too. I think that warrants a meet. Daniel Levy and Sarah. Yeah, Daniel and Sarah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You should definitely get to meet him and bring your wife along. I should. And we should probably bring Katrina and I wanna, because and, and, and she I wanna, would probably And I want to meet Eugene Levy. And I want to I wanna just see Eugene Levy. My problem is if I meet Catherine O'Hara, I will cry and not stop. It's not going to go well. Um, that tends to happen when I meet people, famous people that I love, is I yep. start crying and I can't stop. Mm -hmm. um, and it generally works out well for me. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Anyway. Uh... Good hell yes. Sorry the movie sucked, but glad we talked about it. Yeah. What mm -hmm. are you doing for your May the 4th? I hope it's a good one. Yeah, I hope you guys have a fun Hope you don't watch 4th. this movie. Yeah, do something else. Uh, hope everybody is washing their hands and um, wearing their masks. And I can't remember. I, you know what, Kathy? I'm worried about you up in Jersey because I know you guys have had a lot of bad cases. And yeah, I really hope that y'all are okay. Be safe, Kathy. We have been sending our prayers and love and and money and whatever we can do uh this is all of us so let's think of it that way it's not it's not them and me and all that mm -hmm. it's we yep 
So um, hang in there. And if I hope this this podcast brings you some joy if you're having a tough time. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you can just yell at it if you need to. Do that too. That's fine as well. That's fine. And next week. You'll show me a movie. I'll show you a movie. About something. Yeah. I was going to show you something that would tie into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but... You took that from me. It's been a few weeks. Well, no, like we, you missed because of the finals and then like time passed and we're like, let's do this instead. It's taken from me, Daniel. (sighs) Taken. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to do. Jeez. But we'll be back next week. Yeah. With something new and fabulous. And uh, we can't wait to see you then. And we're so happy to be back. And we love you. Cool. Bye, everybody. Bye. Let's go out with something really hot for these folks. A big hit out of 77. Ah, Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them end. Ah, Star Wars. If they should bar wars, please let these Star Wars stay. And hey. How about that nutty Star Wars bar? Can you forget all the creatures in there? And hey, Darth Vader in that black and evil mask, did he scare you as much as he scared me? Ah! Star Wars! Those near it, Star Wars! My seventh winner up here! 